we have these crossroads. And you know, either way you choose, your life is going to be different. The universe doesn't exist, but God thinks it does. We have to stop consuming our culture. We have to create culture. Stupidity has a definite evolutionary function. I am all for abolishing stupidity, but before it goes, we should pay tribute to it. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Come on. Hi, Dr. Truman. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I just really wanted to start off with Dr. Nick impression. The Dr. Nick Riviera. Yes, from yeah. The Simpsons. I just really wanted to do that. Um, welcome, <laughs> to the, welcome to the Nonsense Bazaar. I'm Willow Truman. I'm Sequoia Kennedy. And today we're going to be talking about reptilians. Fuck yeah. So it's like, it's going to be one of those episodes where we just sort of like sit back and we go through this story about a reptilian alien from, the story is from Sweden. She's not. <laughs> She's not from Sweden? No, 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 no. Originally. <clears throat> so let's, let's set the scene. Okay. And just to be clear, does Dr. Nick Riviera have anything to do with the um, story? No. Okay. Just wanted to be sure about that. Maybe he does. I just We'd- started to, I started to associate the two. Yeah, right? I have no idea why he came to mind. I mean, his accent isn't really Swedish. No one knows where he's from because he's a fucking alien. He might be a reptilian. Yeah, that's how. That could be the tie-in. Kind of does, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not ruling it out. Me neither. I feel like my subconscious is trying to tell me something. So it's the year of old, right? 1999. Ah. Yes. What a year. It's December 16th to be exact. Was that the last good year? I, you know, I don't remember. I was four. Damn. You missed a good year. I was young and Yeah. Yeah. So Y2K is right around the corner and a man named Ole K in Ol Southern K. Sweden. Yeah. Ole K. Okay. No, no. Ole K. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. God damn it. Um, okay. He's about to have a life-changing experience. He's going to interview a reptilian alien in the flesh or in the scales or whatever she has. How? Okay, so Ol's friend, known only as EF, which I don't know what it stands for. All right, so right away, I can't tell if these names are the Swedish guys or if they're the aliens. <laughs> uh, who knows? All right. Because, like, we don't know who these men are. No one's ever stepped up to be like, yeah, that was me that wrote that. Okay. Uh, so EF, right? He's the friend of Ol. Elmer Fudd. That's okay. That's who I'm thinking gotcha. of. That works. He's been spinning tall tales to Ole for months about this entity. And every time Elmer Fudd brings up this lizard lady, Ole just brushes him off thinking this dude's probably just having some crazy dreams. He's getting confused. Well, until now, until today, December 16th, 1999, right? Yeah. Now Ole can no longer deny the reality of what's in front of him. As he sat in a room in Elmer Fudd's house, which is probably, <laughs> what do you think? He's Elmer Fudd to me. Yeah. Okay. He lives in Sweden. I can see it. He probably has like a nice cabin out there. This buxom and beautiful lizard lady answered all of his questions for three hours and six minutes. And during those hours, this alien would prove her powers to Ole by doing tricks like making his... <clears throat> Pencil dance without touching it. Um. Yeah. Uh, hold on. <laughs> that's. Is that a, is that is that one of those Google translates? 
or no, I'm not like, cause this isn't YouTube, you know, I don't have to keep the ad revenue by using code words. No, no, no. She literally made a pencil dance, but I don't know. Okay. Okay. I think I'm seeing other, well, other, the picture's not yet painted yet. Yeah. Let's see where this goes. So after the interview concludes, Ol was told, Hey, like, I don't want you to publish everything because she had let him audio record the entire thing and he was planning to transcribe it. And, you know, little Miss Reptilian says only the parts I approve of. Okay. So he cut down the three hour transcript to a mere 49 pages that Ol then sent to reliable friends in Finland, Norway, Germany, France, hoping that they would translate it to their own languages. Man's got a lot of reliable friends, it seems. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't... And eventually, it would be translated into English. Either he's reliable himself, or maybe his friends aren't as reliable as they seem. Maybe he's not even a person. Maybe he's just <laughs> like a fictional character. I don't know. We'll get into the yeah. origin of this of this file, but we have this transcript. Okay. And we have the audio files, right? <laughs> no, those were not allowed to be published. Ah. Yeah. Well, that's a damn Sorry. shame. Sorry. That's a damn shame. All right. Yeah. Okay. I present to you... The Lacerda Files, which... Dun, da, da. Oh, I hate that it's not pronounced Lacerda. Because <laughs> I feel like it should yeah. be. Yeah, no, it definitely should be. It sounds like, way more mysterious. Lac- Lacerda is a mood stabilizer. <laughs> yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, and Lacertas. <laughs> Lacerda. Yeah. It's like a... It's, it's passionate, it's sexy. That's a sexy yeah. lizard lady right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lacerda's just... Ugh. <laughs> Bob Lacerda. Lacerda <laughs> feels very cold. Well, like a lizard. Like a lizard. Yeah, because it is actually Latin for like lizard or reptile. So, okay. Very unimaginative. Extremely unimaginative. Yeah. So, we're going to like first, we're going to cover the basics of this alien in this interview, right? Mm hmm. Ol asks for her name, age, occupation, bra size, you know, all the things that you want to know, questions. right? Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, she lets us know that she wants to be called Lacerda. Lacerda. Because it's the Latin name for lizards. Yeah, it's just so, like, <laughs> stupid. Like, <laughs> no, it really, fucking is. It's also one of the 88 constellations, by the way, named by the International Astronomical Although, Union. Okay, to be, to be fair here, if I was... An alien lizard lady coming to make contact with some Elmer Fudd looking ass Swede. He probably wouldn't be able to understand my real name. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I would pick something that he yeah, could understand. That's the thing. That is not her I'm, real name. Yeah. I, she. If I was lizard lady, I might have picked Lacerda. Right. She tells old like, please don't even try to pronounce my real name. Yeah. Okay. Because it's it's actually very offensive for us to try and say it. All right. She does like Better. provide, or there is provided an approximation of her true name in the text. This is just like a bunch of syllables with weird caps and yeah. So <laughs> yeah. since I don't, we can't try to say it. I don't want to upset them. You know. Try, just try. Okay, that's what I was hoping it was. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh God, I just really I cursed myself just then. You at least didn't remove the burp curse. <laughs> mm. So I figured, like, maybe we could get some text-to-speech bots to try and say it. Yeah. Just yeah. because. Oh, yeah, this serves double duty, though. Like, if it might make the aliens mad at the computers, mad at the AI. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. We might be, um, 
We might be saving the human race as we speak. Okay, okay. So let's find a good text-to-speech bot. Following in the steps of our our great 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 onto infinity ancestors, little 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 mice creatures in the time of the dinosaur. That fucking that's how we got here. They played the they played the dinosaur in the comet against each other. That's how we evolved to be humans. Wow, what a piece of shit. She didn't even try. She made no attempt. So that was U.S. English Ashley. Oh, my phone was also way, way down. Yeah, it was. Okay, well, fuck that bitch anyway. I'm glad we couldn't hear her. She did a terrible job. I think Sophie's going to do a better job because after all, Sophia means wisdom. Oh, God. You know, all that. (laughs) Who did we learn that from? We're good. We're done. We're done with (laughs) We're done with them. Oh my god. Do not ever use readspeaker.com if you want to figure out an alien's name. It will not help you. I bet Snatchbot will be better because, like, like, it's got no vowels. Yeah, she's snatched, honey. You could, like, add some vowels in there, see what happens. There are vowels in there. I swear, this one will be better. I'm trusting Snatchbot. Snatchbot has got our back. Never let me down before. S-S-S-S-H-I-A. No. <laughs> it's unpronounceable, dude. Snatchbot. Not, not even okay, the robots okay. can pronounce it. That was voice one. Voice seven will do it because seven is a lucky number. Seven is the number of humans. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it just means it's like a popular number amongst humans. <laughs> I don't know. It's true. Ask, ask anyone, like, pick a number one to ten. They'll probably say seven. Yeah, like, I mean, lucky seven is on a slot machine. Okay, we're getting somewhere. I Okay, we're going to try one more website. That one almost did. Uh, she almost did, yeah. She sounded pretty good. Okay, tech with natural voices. We're talking natural. I don't trust it. Hmm. You just pay some dude on Fiverr right now. <laughs> with five bucks to say this. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Let's see how Karen does. Hmm. Oh my God. Oh my God, Karen. Holy shit, she tried. Karen. Okay. Karen is the chosen one. So we have a lot more names to choose from. Wait, let me, let me hear that again. Go, Holy Karen. Shit. Okay. I, that could be a, an approximation. Let's see how, Um, I feel like maybe Alice will do a good job because yeah. like we're going down the rabbit hole. Whoa. Oh. Alice. Alice. Alice, you got knows it. Some fucking secrets. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank oh. you, bots. Uh, she just offended someone. So, Maybe I offended them for even like making that happen. So there, the bathroom in the hallway from where we record is definitely fucking haunted. Oh We've yeah, determined my, that today. My downstairs bathroom is very, very creepy. It's fucking. There's ghosts in there. So. We need to put that phone in there with a timer to somehow set up a timer, put it in there, lock the fucking door and have it say that name like 11 times in a row. Yeah. See, see what the fuck happens. Right. Record the mirror. See what comes up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there we have it. That's Lacerda's real name. Um, okay. And so we got the name down. Then we're going to we're going to talk about our age. Okay. Because, you know, all needs to know, is she age appropriate? Because she's looking fine. And yes, <laughs> she is. She actually reached her adult maturity 16,000. 
337 cycles ago. Hmm. And at the time of the interview, she's a mere 57,000 cycles. Or in human years, 28. God damn it. <laughs> Are you shitting me? I know. Everything like in this interview is so obnoxious. And by the way, Lacerda's like very, she's very uppity about herself. Like... She thinks that they're so much better than humans, by the way. Like, not in a threatening way, not in, like, a we're going to kill you way, but in a, like, you guys are fucking stupid. But, like, (laughs) you're only 28. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so they... 28-year-old hot lizard lady. (laughs) They measure their time by the cycles of Earth's magnetic field rather than the solar system since, you know, they live inside of the Earth. Do they? They do. So she also like she makes it clear Earth is not hollow. There's no second sun inside of the Earth. You you'd have to be so stupid to believe that, says the lizard lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is that is a race in Doctor Who. Yeah. But no, that is straight up. I did come the across Salarians. some stuff online saying that there's like the file is reminiscent of yeah the a Doctor Sa- Who episode. the Salarians. It's they're like an on ongoing fucking race, and I, I think they're I think they were in like the the old the old old show. Well, it also makes me think of like the Vril that live you know beneath yeah the earth, yeah yeah, yeah that's know? true. It's like, I forgot about the There's so Vril. much shit. Yeah, that's just a super common thing. The underground reptilian people that live in the caves and have an underground blah, blah, blah. Like, it's a very popular science fiction trope. So, like, jot that down as, like, trope. I don't know. There's so many tropes in this. So, you know, Ol obviously wants to know, okay, you live underground. Well, what about the entrance? She's like, come on. I'm not going to fucking tell you. But if you're ever... In a narrow cave, and you feel like some hot air, and you hear the rushing sound of like air, you might start feeling around for some sort of like smooth, weird artificial wall somewhere in the cave. Mm -hmm. You might find a door made out of gray metal. And if you enter that door, which is very unlikely that you could, yeah, because you might just die. But if you did, You'll find yourself in the round room, which is a, a technical room full of ventilation systems and elevators. And if you're there, they already know you're there and you should run as fast as you can. Shit. Yeah. Right. But, hmm. So don't don't ever try to find their entrance. Like it's. I wouldn't be able to run in that scenario. Yeah. Where would you I'd go? I'd have to press on. Yeah. I went through all that trouble. Like Now you're in the reptilian the, round room. Now you're in the round room. You got there from fucking getting re like unbirthed through a fucking narrow cave that's yeah very weird by the way like and also a smooth your reality door. shattered your reality is shattered at that point uh, you're going forward yeah i want to hear more from ol about like his what's going through your mind at this point in time buddy like we just have this transcript but i want to know like from ol what the fuck dude where is he He's just, he's in uh, Elmer's house. Yeah, but where is he now? We don't know. Mm. But what everybody wants to know, right, is how does she look? That's not what I want to know, but I appreciate that there are people <laughs> for whom that question is. Well, you know, just for like. Yeah, no, we got to your mind, the picture. In your mind's eye. Mm. Well, you can't take a picture of her because she wouldn't allow it for, um, first of all, she doesn't want to blow her secret. Well, of course. And uh, for religious reasons. Oh, yes, yes, of course. So, you know, like they're Amish and if you get your picture taken, it'll steal your soul. So she can't. I like to think that like the Amish are the ones that have it a hundred percent right. And that's what the reptilians <laughs> are. No pictures, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They fucking cheat though. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. 
These lizards, this is something that pisses me off, by the way. These lizards got titties. <laughs> and they, they got these titties about 30 million years ago when they started to genetically engineer their own evolution. So they started to evolve. <laughs> they chose. And then they, they got smart. They and then they were tits. like, they're like, we could evolve better. Let's give ourselves tits. <laughs> and you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not so mad because that makes sense. <laughs> it just makes sense. They found that it was like better for raising their young and oh yeah, yeah. Because so their species are very humanoid, right? They have like our exact frame: right. two, two arms, two legs, one head. Just, just a lizard. Yeah, they also have like the same external reproductive organs as humans, but they're smaller. So they're in no way lizards. They just got scales. They got scales. So, like, their skin is a green beige. It's, like, pale. They have brown dots, and they have these little patterns. And, like, they are they are lizardly, if that's... They're reminiscent of lizards. Yeah. In some aspects But of they also, appearance. like, have dicks and tits, which <laughs> is, like, weird. And so their eyes are larger than ours, and they have, like, these patterns across their faces, and they can see better, they have smaller ears, but they can hear better, and they have also, like, this flap to close up their ears when they're underwater. Gotcha. Their teeth are super strong and sharp. They have hair that's really thick and strong, <laughs> and it only comes in one color, which is, like, greenish-brown, and I'm like, why do these lizards have like boobs and hair. It, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't make, sense. make sense to me. And their hair only grows on their head, which just see like this is like a guy's sci-fi fantasy. Is oh, like yeah, clearly. hot lizard lady that only has hair on her head. Yeah, Come this on. is this is absolutely just just that. <laughs> yeah, I'm so upset. they have and they have small sharp horns on the upside of their middle fingers. Their nails are gray and long. They have these plates on their backs that are like a hard bony line that regulates their temperature by heating up their blood. So of course, like Ol asks, well, how can you be amongst humans? Cause you look like a fucking lizard lady. Solid, solid question. Yeah. How are you still here? Right. Like how have you not been detected if like you're obviously a and lizard? You why know? haven't they fucking, haven't they yet like. And why is she talking a, to Ol? Throwing a black trash bag over right? her head and stuffed her in the back of a Lincoln. Why like, is she here why? talking to this guy? Exactly. What does she want to do with Elmer Fudd? I have a, a theory, actually. All right. <laughs> what do you because, got? Okay. That wascoey wabbit. <laughs> um, Bugs Bunny is a deity, okay? He's like a chaos demon. I've, I've heard this before. Probably from me. Like maybe, when I was maybe drunk. it has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, it might be. <laughs> I think it was. It, because to me, it makes sense. If you watch enough Looney Tunes, you're like, holy shit, there's something wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With well, Bugs Bunny. Well, dude, I mean, the puka. The puka yes. from fucking. Um, yeah, from like Irish folklore. Yeah, and uh, the. And the, from the, that movie Jimmy, and from uh, Donnie Darko. And no, Harvey. Uh, Harvey. Yeah. yeah. And Donnie Darko, but like Harvey's to a, to a lesser extent, yeah. I only saw Donnie Darko once, and I was like, uh, oh, I, I rewatched it really recently, bad. and it freaked me out. I was I like was hallucinating like, with the fever. I had the yeah. fever that, and I was like a teenager, and that's the only time I've ever seen it. I'm gonna keep it that way because you know. Yeah, it was it was scarier when I rewatched it. I was like, oh, sure. this is a lot like what psychosis is like. Freaky. Oh, good. <laughs> so maybe Lacerda is helping out Elmer Fudd in his quest to take down Bugs Bunny because Bugs Bunny is one of the Elohim, which we'll get to. Yeah. Yeah. Just roll with me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I got it. Yeah. I, it's my unified theory. No, I mean, cause but like we, we do, 
<clears throat> yeah. Then the like the rabbit. I don't know. I can I fucking watership down. <laughs> yeah. For anyone that's that's red watership down. Yeah. You know, so L- so how L- is, how is she walking around amongst us because she's an alien? So how does she come up? Well. They do get noticed. In fact, they've been seen all throughout history. They've been mentioned in the Bible. They're, they're serpent people. They're the Nagini. They're the, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. There's drawings of them in ancient cultures all over the world. Also, humans, freaky, dude. humans nowadays, they do talk about seeing, like, humanoids and reptilians, and people just brush them off yeah. as crazy. And Lacerda's like, good. I'm very pleased about that. But most of all, they make people psychically believe that they are looking at one of their own kind, even though they aren't. So she's just Mm. choosing to show all her true form. But typically she doesn't. They just walk amongst people sort of as shapeshifters and they make themselves look like, you know, just attractive, normal people. Yeah. There's a, yesterday I was playing D and a friend was telling me about, about uh, a, a a new race in uh, in that fantasy world. Well, in uh, are they lizard people with tits? Do they no. have boobs? Uh, in the game Pathfinder Second Edition, uh, they're spiders. They're oh. they're really like kind tarant- like tarantula looking things. They're like pacifists and like really nice, right? And they met humans like a long time ago, but the humans are like, oh my god, sp- fucking spiders, because they just look like giant spiders. Yeah. Right? And so they like disappeared for like a bunch of thousands of years and got really good at illusion magic. And so now they just make humans think they're looking at other humans, but they're actually just giant fucking spiders. Yeah. It's also like the concept sort of of screen memory. Yeah. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Right. That's so a they, really freaky concept. Yeah. I don't like it at all. <laughs> um, so she says, you know, human minds are weak. We can induce these perceptions into your mind with ease, but we don't use it except into trick tricking you into thinking that we're human. So she says, don't, we don't have any interest in like fucking with you. Don't worry. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) So she says, and now is the portion of the Lacerda files where we learn about the great reptilian war that happened 65 million years ago. Oh, I think I know the ending to this movie. Yeah. Does it, does that end with a big old comet? Um, no, because there was no comment. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Right, we'll that wasn't no comment. Now wasn't now no wasn't. comment. So I found this song on YouTube, by the way, called Lacerda Mantra, titled "Reptilian," because we we have to like get get pumped up for the fucking war, okay? And we have to pick out yeah, Lacerda Mantra, Reptilian. Okay, so this has ten thousand views. Yeah. Okay, just wanted to. Okay, and we're getting pumped up for the for the war, baby. Okay. Because this is our history, by the way. Explosive content. Okay. <laughs> Fuck are these ghouls? Oh no. What is that? What is this? <laughs> Wait till she fucking starts rapping. Oh my god. Oh god. The comments are all like, yo, this is sick. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. What the f- Oh god. People love this. This, this is fucked up. Okay, just wait for the chorus. All right. 
saw this weird footage of aliens shit. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, that's it. I, I that's wish I wasn't human. Good god. I, I wish I was reptilian. Woo! Yeah, so. Wow. Okay, so are we ready for the war? Very, very talented. Thanks. Yes. Says Anon Peabop. La Certa Mantra, thank you for your talents. We appreciate you. Frost the Flame says, hey, yo. That's what's up. That's dope, fire, dope baby. Hashtag real. <laughs> yes. So there's a lot of crazy people in the world, okay? Oh, yeah, there There's are. a lot of liars who spread misinformation about reptilians. And Lacerda wants to know how our species will react when she tells us the real truth. And Straight she's, dope. Yeah, she's pretty sure nobody's going to believe her, but she hopes she's wrong because we need to understand this if we want to survive the coming years. It's one smart lizard. All right. <laughs> So she's pretty sure nobody's going to believe her, but hopefully we do. I don't. Hopefully we do. I mean, hopefully apparently we, we have to know this if we want to survive, but I'm just in disbelief. So I hope somebody out there believes this so they can do something about it just in case it's true. Don't anyone do anything about this. <laughs> I bet you don't didn't do know. Anything about this. Sequoia, did you know no. what actually killed the dinosaurs? No. Well, it wasn't no comet. It was a raging war between two advanced alien species fighting for Earth. Yeah. Because what else would it be? Of course. It's clear. One of these races was humanoid, like us, but much older. They're from this universe, from the Procyon star, which is the brightest star of the constellation Canis Minor, which, according to an article I read, is also called the Hot Dog. <laughs> Making it my new favorite constellation. Hell yeah. I love a good hot dog. Um, Procyon is also the genus for those little nocturnal garbage puppies that we call raccoons. So I'm kind of imagining, I'm kind of imagining like humanoid raccoons, sort of, like the Procyons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that's actually their genus because it means before the dog and people used to think that raccoons were like the evolutionary precursor. Forerunners of the dog. Yeah. So okay. I don't know. Like, imagine whatever you want them to look like, but they're humanoid, right? Of course they're humanoid. This is just and dude just it was just a decade too early. He would have just mean, been king of the furries. He would have been the greatest furry sci-fi writer. They're all before. humanoid. Even the reptilians are humanoid. Like, give us something else. Yeah, please. Give us something really crazy looking. Even just space dog. Give me a full space dog. Seriously. Not no hot dog neither. <laughs> <laughs> no hot dogs. I want a hot dog. Oh, my God. Okay. So you got the Procyons, right? You got your hot dog people, your raccoon people. <laughs> the other race is reptilian, but they had nothing to do with Lacerda's species. This is a totally uh, different branch of reptilian, okay? okay? So this is this like the big, like the big, like big bad guys the, of the... Of the galaxy. Yeah. Darth Vader-ass, yes, reptilian, they, big, beefy, burly bastards. Yeah, Lacerda says that there is no such thing as good or evil, you know. There's, oh, shut the fuck up, good and lady. evil and all blah, 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 blah. But all things considered, these reptilians were bad. Yeah. And at this time, Lacerda's species had yet to exist or evolve because they evolved from dinosaurs. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just sit with that. Okay. So the Procyons came from our universe, of our universe, as she would say. But this other race of reptilians, they were not from our universe. Mm. 
they came from like, there's this sort of concept that Lacerda brings up of these bubbles, this foam between dimensions and planes that certain entities like higher dimensional beings can travel upon to peek into different dimensions. They, Oh, okay. Yeah. So they came from like a different plane and came here through the foam. So I, I remember wrote about this, uh, some years ago, it was just like some news post or something um, about the the quantum foam hypothesis. Like, the, there's this. I don't know how new this was either, but there's this dude has this idea. Yeah, like what legit, she like, what she describes is a lot like string theory, actually. Yeah, so this idea was that there's all these like universes popping into existence and living their whole lifespan like in a relative you know frame of time. So like in every you know every square fucking nanometer of space would contain you know a million of these fucking you know universes or some other like generally inconceivable number of like universes just like being born and living and dying all around us all the time including this one uh and like that they i think the dude had some like mathematical reason why that would explain like some bullshit well all the bullshit you know oh delightful yeah yeah it was a good like the paper in an actual like journal or something that i read like it wasn't some, it wasn't no Lacerda file shit. It was, um, it was some good math. I like didn't even try to explain it or bring it up in my notes. I'm just going off of what I remember from my memory because the explanation that was given was like, first of all, it, the translation, the person who translated it said, uh, the version that I got to translate was pretty janky. So I'm sorry. And also they were translating it to practice their English. Mm. So... Oh, that was also a plot. I mean, so yeah, this idea has definitely been around for a while because that was a plot point in a fucking dude who wrote Jurassic Park, Michael Crichton. He wrote Jurassic Park and he also wrote a book called Timeline that was about time travel and it dealt with quantum foam a lot. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wow. I think that probably came out around 1999. Yeah. There's certain, like, she also uses the term, we're native Terrans to describe themselves. And I know that, like, that's a term that's used. Terran? In Terran. That's how I've always said it, because I think Okay, Starcraft. yeah, I don't know. And that was, like, that was what the human Yeah, yeah, he probably got that from, like, StarCraft or from, like, yeah, sci-fi Yeah, StarCraft books. was 1997. Yeah. I mean, Terra, like, Earth, people I know, have called Earth Terra. Yeah, but, I know like, that. But 90s, also, like... StarCraft is huge when it came out. To use it in the context of, like, these yeah. alien beings that seated... This is just... A sci-fi nerd. Yeah, Michael Crichton like books and StarCraft. Fanfic. And yeah, dude. And like, <laughs> I'm down. So I found this from like browsing 4chan and a bunch of people are like, oh, is this real? Is this not? And there's people <laughs> that like think it's legit. So that's why we're talking about it. Because to me, it's like, wow, this is quite a fun piece of fan fiction. Yeah. So I love this alternative origin story <laughs> for the Big Bang. Fuck yeah. So we got these reptilians that came from the quantum foam. Yes. The Procyons were already here. They set up shop in what we would today call Antarctica. They lived peacefully with all of the big lizards on Earth. All the big lizards. They had no problems. Riding and, fucking uh, brontosauruses and shit. Yeah. This is like teddy bear men riding dinosaurs. Yeah, then okay, 100, 150 years later, these reptiles. Those are come. Ewoks. Yeah, the Procyons. The you Ewoks think so? from Star Wars. From the Look little up. dogs. Look up. Yeah, the, yeah. The Canis have you seen? Have you seen Star, Star Wars? No. God. Well, holy shit. Just Google Ewok. We'll talk about the Star Wars issue later. I think I know what an Ewok air. is. Yeah, but you need to see it again because it's burned into my memory, but it's not burned into yours. <laughs> is this what I'm going to imagine the Procyon? Oh, yeah. Oh, they're cute. Yeah, dude, that's they're the fucking raccoon men that he's talking about. Okay. Oh, and Holy they're going to fight shit. the lizard people? Yeah. Then it's it's going to cause the end of days. 
Fuck yeah, Will. They're irresponsible. <laughs> they're goofy yeah. as shit in that movie. So they're always they're, doing reckless, ridiculous stuff. So they're Riding chilling. Riding on logs to smash up robots. Sorry. 150 years peacefully. Then these reptoids come and they fuck their shit up. They tried to greet the, mm-hmm. them like peacefully, right? Like, hi. So they are the fucking Earth. Darth Vader of fucking space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. But even though they tried to greet them nicely, a global war began in no time. You see, both species were here for one reason and one reason only, and I bet you will never guess the reason. Ah, uh, procreation. No. No. <laughs> I didn't really think Copper. That. Copper. Fucking copper. Copper? Of, of all fucking things. Like, Amen. you've mastered interdimensional travel, <laughs> and you're colonizing Dude, no. Earth for fucking Dude, copper. Dude, check it out. Check it out. I remember back in probably like 2010, 2011, right? the price of copper was super fucking high, right? Yeah. I was... Uh, I was in Foster. I was like 20 or so. And, uh, you know, I have some degenerate redneck friends. When the Like, copper was expensive. Uh-huh. Copper was, like, at that point, I remember this because of how big a deal it was. It got up to like seven bucks a pound, right? Oh, that's expensive. That's expensive. And you can get a lot of copper out of random bullshit wires. And, like, there's that's a valuable scrap metal. So people were going fucking copper crazy. Motherfuckers were hot. Like, were if they had, like, a pile of metal in the yard okay. or whatever. But, like, what the do you need copper for if you can travel through quantum fucking foam? It's a great conductor. Like. They needed to do the travel. Yeah, I guess so. But I'm just telling you, like, I've seen people do truly degenerate things for copper. Yeah, copper is at it the, at the heart of this. I um, I have a copper IUD. Yeah. Oddly Don't enough. Don't say that on the air. If there's ever a copper bull market again, they'll like to go like <laughs> <laughs> Round up all the women with Paragard. Shit. Like, dude, there was two guys. Um, there's an abandoned house uh, near my parents. This is back back then, like 2010 or so. That like, So when a house is abandoned, a bank like takes it over or whatever. They Before winter hits, they go in and they winterize the fucking place, which basically means that they get like the hot water going through there and stuff. So, so they went in there and got stole all the copper? Well, here's what... No, <laughs> they tried. So these guys tried to go into this house that had been winterized. And they post these like signs and stuff speaking of winter and uh, gonna get to a nuclear winter yeah i'm sure but hold on this is this is good so they they went in to go steal the copper but the hot water was on right so when they clipped the 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 hot water pipes they didn't read the fucking sign that said there was hot water they got blasted in the face with uh boiling steam and they fucking died holy shit yeah dude yeah people fucking happens they fucking destroyed the earth for this copper war people are willing to fucking die for copper so the procyons are winning this war until the reptoids are like, okay, fuck this. We're willing to die for this. We're going to use a fucking fusion bomb and just like wipe out all of the life on Earth. So they do. A fusion bomb? Yeah, that's what they say. Hmm. I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. Oh, the science in this, like <laughs> I skip over so much of it just because it's just a bunch of gobbledygook and yeah, it's yeah. not worth even wasting time on yeah yeah so this fusion bomb creates a nuclear winter that lasts for 200 years the timeline of this is also <laughs> just roll with me on it I got you. yeah, yeah. I got you. so once the nuclear winter ended the world was much colder only some species were able to survive the fish birds little creepy mammals Ew. your ancestors says lacerda she to cold. old, yeah. She's like, oh, you fucking humans, you little creepy mammals. Ew. Damn, girl. Um, yeah, right. Like what? Tell the fuck she out. says that she likes us, but then she says stuff like that. Oh, that's what well, she's. She's a reptile. She's a fucking psychopath. That's true. She's cold blooded. Yeah. Uh, various reptiles survived, and a special kind of small but advanced dinosaur, which developed together with the last 
quote, large animal reptilians like T-Rex. And this little humanoid dinosaur would evolve for the following 30 million years, eventually dividing itself into 27 subspecies, but then 24 quickly went extinct because they just started going to war with each other. Who even knows what over? I don't know if it was copper wars or, or what. But that left only three species of evolved humanoid reptilians remaining, which then, through natural and artificial crossbreeding, were united into one. And this would be right. the... The reptoids that Lacerda comes from. There's never a name given to her species, so I don't really know what to call it because there's different reptilians in this story. There's like the quantum foam reptilians, and then there's these evolved reptoids that are like ultra terrestrial, that are like from Earth. The dirt people. <laughs> <laughs> the dirt lizards. <laughs> Fucking, I don't know. I mean, you know, if a T Rex really did have those, those little arms, those funny little arms. Yeah, she talks about how, I'll like, buy it. Um, I'll iguanodons buy were also part of it. I don't oh, fuck if, no. Like, I don't, maybe this has been, like, this debunked. I mean, after all, like, dinosaur archaeology is just trying to put, like, bones together. You find, like, you're going to be wrong. Oh, Lacerda says they're all completely fucking wrong. I don't wrong. give a shit what she says. <laughs> all of our archaeologists have dinosaurs completely yeah. wrong. I'm sure, I'm sure they do. But if some dinosaurs had little arms... I can see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be, I think it's cute. It is cute. It's cute. Um, so that was um, 10 million years ago that those three species were united into one, right? The father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. They became the reptoids. And around 10 million years ago is also when small simians started to grow and come down from the trees, but they were evolving very slowly, unlike the reptilians. The evolution of these simians would rapidly increase 1.5 million years ago, when the first alien species in 60 million years, since the Procyons and, you know, the quantum foam reptilians. Yeah, yeah. The first aliens, 60 million years, come back to to Earth. But they weren't there for copper this time. What were they there for? Well, they were called the Elohim. And they decided that they wanted to help these simians, these apes, to evolve faster so that they would then serve them in the future as some kind of slave race in coming planetary wars. Mm. Yes. So you see, you know, yeah. yeah. What do these guys look like? They are pale and white, pretty much like Nordic kind of alien kind yeah. of descriptions, you know. Damn most, it. I yeah. was hoping for like Very boring. tons of eyes and wings yeah. and like weird spindly appendages. Cool. Some like seraphim yeah. type deal, but no. With like sharp, like not sharp, but well-defined lines. Yeah. You know? That's always, I always get like a very. Or like a weird sort of like shadow creature. It, they look like fucking paper mache. Yeah. Or not paper, like, but like a. Uh, that paper art where it's like layers of art stacked on top of each other right, or, like a right, flip, right. or like a pop-up book. That's how fucking angels look, like a, like a pop-up. Sort of like a projection. I don't know. Yeah. That would be cool, but no, they're just fucking white people. So God damn it. Swedes. No imagination. Right. So Lacerda... <laughs> I'm sorry, Daddy Swedish. She tells us like her, these, her race of people, the evolved reptoids, they're pissed off. They don't like the Elohim. They're like, get the fuck out of here. You know, this is like our planet now. Okay. 
Yeah. Get out. She does. She didn't like that they were trying to sort of turn the planet into a, a galactic zoo and relegate her species below the surface while they, you know, used... They put humans above the other species, you know, literally above them and put her species underground. Dude, this... It, hmm. it's, it's very this stupid. Just, this is just some fucking... It's an amalgamation alle- of a million different, like, sci-fi movies. This is an allegory about the man keeping the cool people down. This dude told around a fucking fire once at a some some gathering of potheads. It's like something that he wrote when he was on shrooms and couldn't sleep. Yeah. I have those stories, too. <laughs> yeah. But... So Lacerda, you know, oh, the Elohim, they, they're making this new master race. And, and now we, we have to, we were the, the original native species. And now we have to, you know, you see yeah. all of the. All I the, see. Mm-hmm. I see. So Lacerda makes damn sure that Ol knows this is our planet, just so you know. And she goes on and on about how much she loves the sun and they love to bask in it. And when they're on the surface and they can be in the sun, they're so happy. But shouldn't have told us that. We'll kill the sun, you slithery fuck. <sighs> like, <laughs> oh, you humans are the crown of creation. Yeah, don't you forget it. Like, geez, I don't know. She says they do have artificial sunrooms underground, but it's it's not at all like the real sun. So I don't know. Put on your disguise. Do like your mind control and get up here. What are you whining for? Yeah. I don't know. She's like... Arguing with Mother Nature? (laughs) (laughs) She really contradicts herself a lot. I don't know. She seems pretty spiteful towards humans. Yeah. We didn't ask to be here. Yeah. Okay. So you might be wondering also, like, how the fuck do you know about all this stuff that happened 65 million years ago, Lacerda? Like, you're only 28 years old. That's right. I forgot she's 28 Um, years old. And her species also didn't evolve until millions of years later. So it's like, how how do they know about this war that happened? Tablets. Uh, yeah, they found like a large round magnetic plate that had encoded information called the memory plate that was manufactured. Oh. Yeah. Some procyons survived the bomb hmm. and the last survivors used their moments to craft this memory plate so that anyone who found it would know the full history. Hmm. Also, they learned from skeletons and DNA. But I love that bit about like the procyon bomb survivors. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, Lacerda, you're so, you're fucking lying out of your ass. She's a compulsive liar. Yeah, dude, you can't trust the snake lady. No, she's literally a snake. And she's like, oh, they, they're wrong. The Elohim did that to make us look bad. Uh-huh. Well, who should I trust? Them or you? They, they made us, apparently. So I don't know. I want to hear from the, from, I want to hear from the Elohim. Yeah. Okay. So let's learn more about them. They came from Aldebaran, the star system, right? Aldebaran. Aldebaran. Alderaan is the is the planet in Star Wars that gets blown up. Ah. Yeah. Aldebaran is a real star system, though. Yes, it is. It's also been used in fiction a lot. Yes. Yeah. They came from there. Yes. They're tall, humanoids. They have blonde hair, white skin. They avoid sunlight, much like me, which, (laughs) and obviously this like pisses off Lacerda because she's like, but we love the sun. You guys don't even like sunlight. Why can't you live underground? Mm. Why make us live underground? Which like fair point, fair point. Um, I don't know. Cause, cause fuck you. That's why. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, right? You don't, you don't own this land. Yeah. You just evolved here. Same goes for humans. So 
When the Elohim first came here, they seemed in intelligent and peaceful until they revealed their true intentions, which was experimenting with monkeys. Oh, Isn't yes. that what it all boils down to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck around with monkeys, you get a problem on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> like how many... How many fucking sci-fi movies start off with some monkey experiment gone wrong or like... Yeah, because we know like... We know what it's happens. Like, that's like, you know, it's like Eve eating the apple, right? It's original sin is is fucking with the monkeys for the first time, making us. And then we we know deeply that that Seriously. all of these... So animals. when they first came here, they scooped up like... 20,000 monkeys, and then they just fucked off for a while, like a few hundred years. They were like, okay, we got, got our monkeys. Goodbye. <laughs> so they just bagged a bunch of chips and yeah. drove off. And then they came back like a couple hundred years later and dropped them all off as cavemen. <laughs> <laughs> You're a man go. now. Yes, we grew these for you. Enjoy. <laughs> so then they left. Dropping their kids off to college. <laughs> 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 Seriously, though, that's how like Dolores Cannon, the famous hypno regressionist, and like right, right. She talks about how you know Earth is literally a school for like alien souls to learn about. I don't know, like emotions and you learn know, monkey different forms of being. Like yeah, the Elohim just okay. Here you go, kids. You're gonna evolve for the next few thousand years, and we'll come back for you. See how you do. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, right? The Elohim feel very much like uh, this is this is the Christian God, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is, or this is like the Abrahamic idea of God. Yeah, almost. yeah, that, that monotheistic deity. Right. Okay. It almost like this whole story reminds me of sort of like pantheism versus monotheism. Yeah, well, that's just, that, that's what I meant earlier. Like this feels like an allegory for like someone's like whole the, idea of like the old way and the new way kind well, for of for the, um, you know, what we call Western civilization, which is right. really just the civilization that came out of the fucking, um, you know, the, the cradle of civilization, the Tigris and Euphrates and spread like to, you know, through Greece and shit. that whole fucking thing, you know, running over like tribal people and shit. Civilization as we know it, Western civilization running right. over tribal cultures. It feels cultures. a lot also like the Elohim is, they're supposed to be representing like the West. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to look at it from that point of view makes it, I don't know. A little no, bit, I, a little bit more fun too. There, there's some layers here. Yeah, but also it's a also more all very predictable. On the nose. Yeah. A little on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> very on the nose. Okay, so they drop off the cavemen. They say, "Okay, kids, we'll we'll be back. We're just going to get a pack of cigarettes." They never came back. <laughs> they come back a thousand years later. Yeah. And then over the course the of the, the next 23,000 years, they return seven more times to keep accelerating the humans. Uh, but after a few centuries, the Elohim just wipe out this version of man and start over again. Wait, we're gone? Yeah. So it turns out we're actually not the first version of man. Oh, no, baby. The Elohim have come back and like grown us and then wiped us out like seven times. We are the seventh version of man. They've fucked up seven times. And honest, I don't know how good they're doing. They're going to fuck up eighth. <laughs> Do you think they're going to wipe us out again yeah. soon? I think we might be having yeah, another yeah, wipe yeah. out soon. Oh, yeah. Not a yeah. doubt in my fucking mind. So we were actually only made 8,500 years ago, according to Lacerda. Weird number. Yeah. It's a weird number. It is. It doesn't line up with anything else. It doesn't make any sense. He really tried to just not. He was like, "I'm, I'm too on the nose with all this. I gotta, I gotta throw him a curveball." He really, there's, 
He's not even trying to make it make sense. Not six thousand. He's not doing the. But it's a it's a reptilian story, you know. What yeah, do you want? Yeah, yeah. So we don't really know much about these previous six cycles of man, but we do know that the fifth cycle built the pyramids. Okay. And the sixth civilization is supposed to have to do with like the the underwater structure and the so-called Bimini area. That's what is said in the text. some Atlantis shit. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. So the last six mankinds are lost. They don't concern us. That's what Lacerda tells us. But she is going to catch us up on the real true history of the last 8,500 years. Because, okay. you know, this is, we're like rewriting all of the origin of mankind. Yeah, because like now BC, I mean, BC fucking like 6,000, well, 8,500 BC fucking, God, Jesus Christ. You really, I thought about, I thought about trying to make a succinct timeline and compare it to like actual evolution and history. And then I thought better of it. I'm like, no. Oh, no. Just be fucking 6,500 BC. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 2,000, 6,500. Yeah. So 6,500. We've got stuff from then. We've got stuff from older than then. Yeah. 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 Like... You you would think that we would we would know about these previous yeah, 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 iterations yeah. of advanced civilizations. Not that long ago. Right. Okay. So five thousand years ago, that's the last time that there was a war between the subterranean lizards and the Elohim. You know, our girl Lacerda's species and these white overlord colonialists that formed humans. And there's also some infighting amongst the Elohim because some of them were like, why are we still trying to do this? Can we move on already? Yeah, we yeah. fucked up six times. You want to do it again? These lizards are so pissed off. Like, <laughs> can we just move on already? So there's lots of destruction. Humans are on the planet and they're scared because they're watching these battles. We're writing our like the epic of Gilgamesh and whatever, which is about this stuff. We form all of our Gilgamesh is about this stuff. (laughs) We form all of our religious myths and shit based on like these battles that we see between the lizards and the Elohim. And that's what, you know, angels and gods and demons are. It's actually because the Elohim tricked us into thinking that the reptoids were bad. The serpents were bad. No, you don't trust a reptile. Never trust a reptile. They ain't got no empathy. That's what they want you to think. You know, that's like the serpent in the Garden of Eden that gave us the sacred knowledge to help us. Right. You know, what if that's what if that's a good thing? We had a civilization from uh, seven thousand in modern day Pakistan. Yeah. Called the uh, Mergar. Mergar. M E M E H R G A R H. Um, in the Kachi Plain of Balochistan, Pakistan. Yep, seven seven thousand small farming village dated between seven thousand and fifty five hundred BCE. So they were just watching this shit go down. Yeah, they were just they were just they like, were at the sit, like watching movie theater, right? Watching their reptilian battle go on. Okay. So in the last, I'm not um, trying to disprove it. I'm just like it's cool. It would have been cool to beat these guys. Oh, humans were there watching it. Yeah. That's like what all of our our myths are about. Okay, is gotcha. us recording this shit and trying to comprehend it. Because, you know, they're also, uh, I guess, fucking with our heads and, you know, shifting what we're observing and seeing. Right. Like, the reptoids don't want us to see that they're reptoids, so I don't know what they might turn into animals, like actual snakes and stuff. Yeah. Or, I don't know. But lots of alien species have come to Earth. 
in the last 5,000 years. The Elohim left. Okay. And they have not returned ever since. So I don't know if they're coming back for us or if they were just like, okay, bye, peace out. Yeah, Yeah. like whatever. You're on your own, humans. So they left, but our perception of the reptilians being evil never did. But let's hear about more of the alien species that have come here. Because there's 14 of them. Oh, yes. (laughs) There's 11 that are of our Earth, of our universe. Okay. There's two that are from the quantum foam. Okay. And there's one from an even more advanced plane. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them are neutral or like just studying humans or studying the Earth. Three of them are hostile. Okay. One of the hostile races is after... What else? The copper. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other two are interested in human tissue and blood to like make- an intergalactic trailer trash just tooling around. Yeah. Are their literally. spaceships are someone's, all beat up and shit. Someone's always after the copper. Yeah. They're like, it'll come back around. It'll, <laughs> the price will go up again. Yeah. Just trust me. <laughs> You're going to be sorry when you don't have any copper. <laughs> Next to the Delhi, we're going to come back for our fucking cryptocurrency. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> so one of them's after copper. I wonder like- what if that's the super advanced race? Like the one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Definitely. That's so funny. <laughs> the other two want to make hybrids. Can't, there's no copper in fucking Yetzera. So, so. Right? But it's we got it here on Earth in abundance if you want to come and get it or don't. Some of the friendly races are interested in making hybrids too. In fact, eight out of the 14 species like to abduct humans and like make that's hybrids. A lot. More than half. Yeah. Why? Why? Uh, just, I don't know, just because... Are we that hot? Because, Weird like, monkey things. They want to modify their evolution. And we got the goods? I fucking guess so. <laughs> right. I don't know what's so great about us, but... Right. I mean, I'm flattered. So that explains away some accounts of alien abductions. Lacerda says not all of them. Some of them are other shit. Other this, shit? Yeah, like, this doesn't <laughs> explain away all of it. Whoa. But Do you not yeah. know what's going on here? So she talks about UFOs quite a bit. Okay, That's I'm what sure we're going to get into next. Cool. Good. Yeah. It's fucking better. <laughs> <laughs> she explains that the mysterious objects seen in the sky are usually not technological advices, but misinterpretations of natural scientific phenomena, such as plasma flares. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, right? Shut the fuck but up. some of them are UFOs. So, like, she she does that, where she's like, uh, UFOs, no, it's just, uh, you silly, stupid humans, you don't understand, it's plasma. But, yeah, no, some of them some of them are UFOs. God, I hate this lady. She's very uppity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, she says, some UFOs are controlled by her species, the reptoids. Most of them are military crafts, and some of them are other aliens. Generally, her species is very good about cloaking their flying ships through mind control, but if they aren't careful enough, which like, okay, what do you mean you're not careful enough with your, I thought you're supposed to be like super old and smart and psychic, but if you do see them, they're like a cigar shaped, like metal. So those guys. Yeah. The cigar cylindrical with a very deep humming, five bread light, bright red, bread lights. (laughs) Five bread lights. (laughs) Five bright red lights. They do have a fleet of disc shaped craft as well. But those usually aren't theirs. There are other alien species that have the discs. I hate this world. Yeah. The triangle Come on. triangle ones are the US or the not 
not necessarily the U.S., but just military. Okay. Human well, military. What the hell is this going to be? Yeah. Your best chance for seeing... Nazi scientists for nothing. Right? You got the flying ships. Your best chance of seeing a reptoid UFO would be in the Arctic or Antarctic, because it's duh. If you do see it, you'll probably see an emblem that's a blue serpent with four white wings and a black background, because that's one of their religious symbols. You'll probably see this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Just like you'll probably find the round room. Okay. So that's about, that's the end of the first part one of the interview. I want to go punch this snake. She's like a bitch. Yeah. She really I is. It. I don't believe a word she says. No. Ol's not too trustworthy either. See, his interview style doesn't make sense sometimes because he asks her very dumb questions. Like, do you have a tail? Ol, she's sitting right fucking she's... in front of you. What do you mean? Do you have a tail? Well, maybe she... Well, she's not using the glamour magic because he knows what she looks like. Right. And she, mm. her answer is, yeah. Or, no, her answer is, I'm right in front of you. Do you see one? No, she doesn't have a tail. So it's like, why would you write that into the interview? Because that makes it seem like, I don't know. That's just like a dumb. He's no Wolf Blitzer, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so they set up a... A follow-up interview. Like, I like to think this is maybe a job interview for her. I don't know. Why is she doing this? She says it's for studying purposes, but like, that's, guy. that's not a good enough motivation for me. I want to know what does Ole have that no one else has that that's who she's going to choose to like spread disclosure. Do I know what Ole has? A uh, big throbbing... Yeah, that's yeah. Funny. that's the joke. That was the thanks for th- th- thanks for the alley oop. <laughs> <laughs> so this this second interview, which is to be held in secret, yes, it's going to take place on April twenty third. Very secret, two thousand. Yes. But then it doesn't because shit starts happening to Ol and he's getting scared. He he puts off the second interview with her. I don't know uh, how he does that. Are they like in telepathic communication? How do they do they text Elmer? Yeah. He, just, he probably just told Elmer. Okay. Yeah. What do you know about Elmer? Yeah. Does she live with Elmer? What's the deal with them? They're fucking. I guess. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And she's like, maybe, <laughs> maybe she cheated on Elmer. I had to make it up to him. So she's like, okay, I'll, oh I'll, let, I'll let your dumb friend, if you're always trying to help get back on his feet, he just needs one big break. You just keep telling me he's, all right, I'll give him a fucking alien story. And that's, that's the whole. Right. The whole or. Elmer's also an alien. I don't know. That could be because we can't tell. Anybody we don't know. So Ol's getting paranoid. He delays mm. the interview. And this is the shit that, that makes him paranoid. He includes this preface. Um, and of course, I guess this... What's weird about this is supposedly this is supposed to be translated into English. And now for the second part of the interview, um, a different person translated it. And we'll talk about the translators after we get through talking about a little bit of part two of the interview. Okay. But the way that he writes about this is so much more, I don't know, like intelligently put together. Okay. Than what I saw in the first part. So it just makes me wonder if there's multiple parties that are sort of like contributing to, to this mythos. And if like, I don't know. The original Swedish translation didn't even exist. Yeah, or like 
because yeah, you can only ever like find it like in English online. Who are like who are like collaborating with like a right? Because he says, that- "Oh, <laughs> oh, I sent it to all of my friends, like to get it translated into German and French and whatever." Blah blah blah. Well, none of those versions exist online. You can only find the English. So. So how, why is that? Yeah, no, I've, I have that question also. Right. Well, it's because English speaking people are the most trustworthy of all people. They're the only ones that did the job. <laughs> yes. We're so trustworthy. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> Ole is paranoid. It as began be. with the failure of his telephone. His phone stopped working. Yes. And when it became operational, once again, there were quiet echoes, strange clicking and whirring sounds. Oh Yeah. A defect could not be ostensibly found anywhere. See, that's the thing. There's vocabulary in this that is very different from how, like, all words has questions in the first one. In parts one and two, like, you read a dictionary. Or, yeah, it ostensibly could not be found anywhere. Like, this is a different man. Yeah, unless yeah, yeah. he's um, he's getting mind-controlled. I don't know. He's been upgraded. So, overnight, important information disappeared from the hard drive of his computer, Important he, information disappeared from... Okay. Yeah, including, like, paranormal research that he had been doing. Mm. He ran a testing program which reported defective sectors where, strangely enough, there was only data which dealt with illustrations and completed textual material from the interview with Lacerda. And strangely, so there was a... His computer was hacked, and they tried to delete all this stuff about the reptilian, and, oh, my God, it's a conspiracy. And, and strangely, there was a... There was a, uh, a report I was writing for the Slice of Life column about the origins of the Easter Bunny that also mysteriously disappeared. Yeah, the Easter Bunny's <laughs> out to fucking... Oh, my God. Maybe he is. It's fucking Bugs Bunny. Yeah. It's the fucking wascally wabbit. What did the Elohim look like? Say it again. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, my God. Rose. So his computer's fucking up. One night he comes home and his door's wide open. The television's on when he's sure he turned it off. There's a minivan with British markings. And British markings. Yeah, well, okay. he's in Sweden. And the imprint of a European supermarket chain parked in front of his house. Okay. And then he notices this same supermarket minivan several occasions traveling behind his car, <laughs> even when he visited a town 65 kilometers away. And when he returned back home, the minivan was back again on the other side of the street across from his house. He never saw anyone get into or out of the car. He even went up and knocked on the door of the vehicle. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. And it stayed there for two weeks until it disappeared. Weird. It is weird. Is it, is it, no, it's Simpsons. I think it's a Simpsons joke, but it's like the van with the yeah, flowers so by Irene. It's kind of like building up the mythos yeah, of yeah. like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, part two is more of the same old, same old. I really don't have to go through it. I want to talk now about like, okay, what are the origins of this thing? Yeah. Where? Yeah. So the first place that it was ever posted online was... Pravda.ru. It's a Russian. Okay. It's a Russian news website. Yeah. Yeah, which was pretty known for like posting a lot of sort of weekly world news type stuff about like alien, Bigfoot, whatever. Right now, it's more of like a legit sort of left leaning news source, but it was originally like an offshoot of a a pro like Soviet communism newspaper. Yeah, yeah. Was it, sta- it was it a state run? Yeah, and then it turned into sort of like this 
uh, propaganda churning website yeah. that pumped out these like alien articles. Because I've heard of it before. Oh, yeah. and uh, Pravda, it means truth in Russian. Right. So that's what's, that's funny, right? Or it was formerly the official newspaper of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's where this was first posted online. Okay. Okay. Oddly enough. Um, huh. Yeah, right? So... The person who translated the whole part one that we went through today was Chris Feeler, Filer, not quite sure how to pronounce it, but... It's Filer because he's got the files. Yes. Chris shared some reflections on the Lacerda files. Reflections on the Lacerda files. Yes. Okay. And this was posted in July 2004. What do we have to reflect on? Well, because he's... Did we he's grow as people? That, that he spread around this hoax. That's why. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, oh, I see. He does have a lot to reflect on this motherfucker. Yeah. All right. So yeah. he originally translated it from German in 2001 after an online friend from Hamburg sent it to him who claimed like, I'm one of the reliable friends mentioned in this document that all, you know, sent the Swedish version to, to translate it. Here's my German version. The Burgermeister Meister. Yes. Oh, fuck. (laughs) And Chris said like, this German version was kind of like confusingly written, like confusingly Mm. translated or like poorly written, but he translated it anyway as a, as an opportunity to practice his English. Okay. So that also probably makes, that accounts for some of the, the weird phrasing and typos in the interview. This is just a story about some dude's pet snake. And it just got Google, tra- like, went yeah, through right? a chain of translation. It's almost, I was thinking about it as, like, sort of how, like, the Bible has been translated so many times. It's like, well, then how can you even parse out the content adequately if it's so, like, right. far removed from what the original language is? Yeah, yeah. You know, how can you ever capture the essence of, like, what it's supposed to mean? But for this case, I'm not sure if, like, what's what's fucking bullshit or not, so I really don't know. You're not sure what's bullshit or not? <laughs> In terms of, like, is Chris being legit when he's like, yeah, this friend that sent it to me, like, okay, I, I don't know. Did a friend send it to him or did he just, like, write gotcha. this? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this friend asked Chris, please translate this into English. He says, yes. The friend says, will you publish this in your magazine? Apparently Chris is a magazine editor, but we don't know of which magazine. Pravda? No, I don't think so. I don't, we don't know. The friend also claimed that he had read the whole transcript, the whole three hours, that he saw the drawings, that he listened to the audio tapes, which is interesting because in the interview, Lacerda tells Ole, don't show this shit to anybody. Well, that's why Ole's nowhere to be found now. I guess so. He's old news. Um, Broke the code. Mm-hmm. When Chris asked this friend for the original Swedish version, too, because, you know, he thought, okay, this German version's janky. Maybe I can yeah. translate it from Swedish. The friend was like, oh, sorry, I deleted it. I was asked to delete it off my computer for I don't know why, but... Fuck you. Yeah. And he also... So Chris also asks, like, okay, well, what's... Ol's email address and the friend says, Ooh, sorry, can't give that to you. Um, so yeah. Ew, come on now. So Chris believes that there was no Swedish version. There is no old K. It's said in the text that the transcript was sent to certain people in all these countries, but you know, where is the original version? It's deleted, it just disappeared. That doesn't make any sense. And he's never seen the document elsewhere in other languages. 
And the person... How the fuck did he publish this shit? Yeah, the person from Germany who was his friend claimed that he sent his translation to, like, these news groups and mailings online. So Chris thought, okay, well, then it's probably online, but he never found it. Yeah, yeah. So Chris is worried that he's being used to help hoaxers spread, like, this work throughout the UFO community. And he sort of, like, put out this message online in 2004 to be like, oh, shit, I don't know if I should have fucking... <laughs> Hand me a beer, will you? <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. Because this is where the fun thinking starts to come yeah. in. Give me my thinky juice. <laughs> yes. So then... My question is, where the fuck did this come from, and who sent it to Chris, and right. who who wrote it? Because it is a long, a rather long document that's very detailed. I did not go into how fucking detailed it is, especially when it comes to like the copper stuff and magnetic fusion and future technologies and how the UFOs work and all this stuff. Those are just words they put together. Yeah, there's nothing to figure out. It's a lot of like sort of, uh, it's the Pais effect, right? That's happening to us again. Right. Where you just like, you hear a bunch of words, nothing of them make any sense or stick. And then you go, huh, that was a sentence. Those are sounds that. Right. Cause that's something I ran into. On a screen. I was interested in this, but as I was trying to read it, it took me so many days to get through it Yeah. because it just, my brain could not absorb. Just immediately gets numb. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would read a sentence and my brain would just spit it back out like, <laughs> like, nope, we're not absorbing that. Then when I started to really, like, think about it and I was looking into other stuff about, like, the Dulce base and other reptilian underground stuff, I'm like, this ain't nothing thought. new at all. I have a thought. Yeah, what's your thought? I wonder if, hmm, I wonder if certain actors on the international stage perhaps deliberately spread deliberately ridiculous <laughs> pais effect inducing stories if you will and then tracked how they spread what demographics were likely to believe them start building up a huge database of like essentially metadata before you had like the real like it's a really interesting um, thing that you bring up yeah, yeah. it's like I want to do a whole episode about this uh, someday, but there's um, a bunch of Russian research on uh, this concept which I've mentioned the name before on our bio biosphere series. It's a concept called the Neosphere, and the Neosphere uh, is uh, proposed by uh, the Russian like physicist and mystic, and I think Jesuit um, Vladimir Vernadsky, uh, and I th a, a while ago, I think like yeah, a fuck a fucking while ago, um, the Neosphere is the sphere of like the stratosphere or atmosphere. It's the sphere of consciousness around the uh, around the Earth, right? Mm -hmm. And throughout like the 20th century, the Russians were researching this proposed newosphere, even up until like the seventies and eighties and shit like that. And I mean, of course, like America was doing their own experiments inside, uh, in right. psychic powers and shit, but the Russians were very interested in this. And it's very curious to me that like, eventually we did essentially invent the newosphere, which is the internet. Yeah. Right. So and all that research might've gone into like the, um, that group of people in St. Petersburg, the propaganda, like the internet research agency and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. The Russians have always been looking at how to manipulate the newosphere or the what's, internet. What's to, interesting is that this has sort of taken a certain segment, like it's gripped onto them. Yeah. I found one video online of a woman channeling Lacerda Holy where like shit, she really? goes into like a meditation and she's like, I'm now going to channel Lacerda. But I was hoping like she was going to start talking and saying stuff, but instead for her tongue out. Yeah. Slithering. <laughs> My DS are just fucking but killed itself. <laughs> instead when she was channeling Lacerda, all she did was this for 25 minutes. Ah. 
I mean, she wasn't speaking light language. Uh, <laughs> Nice pitch. Made me fucking fall asleep. I was like, I don't think, that's not the Lacerda I know. The Lacerda I know is a fucking bitch. (laughs) And I found like this other document online of someone channeling an entity that they call Master Renuel. And they were, they were asking, they were the interlocutors they call that's what they call oh the the, the inter interlocu fuck something like that i've heard that name in sci-fi interlocutor yeah yeah and they were channeling master ranuel and they were asking master ranuel about the legitimacy of the lacerda file so there's already like very weird layers to this (laughs) like website that i found The 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 thing i'm talking about next week i wonder if he knows Shit, probably. Yeah. So like Master Ranuel, the entity that this person channeled, told him like, yeah, like some of what she says is legit, but like the person that was doing the interview really bungled um, <laughs> or the person that was writing it, like they were very wrong. Like some of the information is pretty profound, but a lot of it is just like total bullshit. <clears throat> so it's always fun to me when like these other sort of wacky types sort of, I don't know, criticize the other. Yeah, liar's poker. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh no, like Lacerda, those reptilians are too friendly. That's not what like reptilians are like. Because, yeah, I mean, like I said, this content's nothing new. And really the only difference between, like, these reptilians and the ones from the Dulce papers is that, like, they're not explicitly hostile or aggressive. Well, these reptilians are um, metaphors for the noble savage, and the others are metaphors for Jews. That's true. Or, like, the the ruling elite. Whereas, like— In both cases, they're the alien other— and the other forms of reptilians, they're the ruling elite, whereas in Lacerda's case, uh, uh, humans sort of repre- represent yeah. the ruling elite. Yeah, yeah. So it shows me something about, like, the mindset of whoever wrote this as well. Yeah. This um, person came from... Well, clearly they came from the fucking EU. They're goddamn... Yeah. <laughs> or, like, they... Fucking socialist, they have more, socialist more Sweden. towards the, the reptilian than they do towards humans, it seems. Yeah. They're free healthcare and all. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh my God. That reminds me. Shit. What's that movie? Vivarium? Vivarium. No. I, I, oh my God. It's about like this couple that moves into this cul-de-sac. And then once they move in there, they find out that they can't leave and there's no one else there. And they're assigned this baby and the baby's like all <laughs> fucked up. And the baby like has this weird garbled AI voice and they're forced to raise it. You said the title of this movie like I was supposed to have heard of this. Well, what the fuck is this? It's weird because the baby like grows up and then the baby like lives in this weird underground space that's below this cul-de-sac that's out of time and space that this couple can't escape from. And they're forced to wild. like, yeah. So it kind of, I don't know. It kind of oh, yeah. makes me think about, I don't know. That's yeah. sort of a weird alien that lives under the surface and controls humans. That's fucking bizarre. It's a, it's really disquieting. So I'd rather like, Lacerda be real than that. What do we? What what have we learned from the Lacerda files? Absolutely nothing. Uh, uh, I don't. Um, I'm continually a, amazed by. Uh, by the most interesting thing to me is that people have also latched onto this one. They have on 4chan, like on the X board. Look it up on like the archive. 
and you'll find so many posts, like way more in the last six months. Because remember, this was first posted on the internet in like 2002, but it's very popular right now. I mean, really? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Man, people just want simple shit. It is. It's sort of like a simple story. It's almost yeah. like a race war type story too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, like, it's like it's some Pocahontas ass bullshit. Like, yeah, no, it's it is. It's some. Man, it's like the Jungle Book. No, it's not actually. Kind of. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. No, but it's super, like, the first, you know, blade you need to take to, like, wild stories is, how simple is it? If mm-hmm. it's too simple, it's not true. First and foremost. I mean, that's, like, that's just number one tool. Like, yeah. Real, like, if you haven't figured out that reality is more messy than anything you could ever fucking come up with, because it's, what, nine billion different, like, independent agents all, like, smacking into each other. Um, yeah, nothing's ever really Nothing's simple. There's no fucking, there's no, there's no... Surprisingly, sometimes there are a lot of weird plot points and shit and like drama and shit, but like it's not simple and it'll continually surprise you. It never, Mm -hmm. yeah. Second, uh, lizards don't have tits. They just don't. Oh my God, they don't. They just don't. They don't. Why would they? Oh, she also describes their like reproductive process. They grow an egg inside of themselves that they like gestate. It's like a baby inside of them, inside of an egg inside of them. And then they like... They, it's like a soft egg and then they kind of just have the baby normally and it comes out of the egg. Okay. Like a, that's not like a platypus, but is it like a platypus? Yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's, I want to say it's a fun read, but it's kind of like a bit of a tedious read to be honest with you. Yeah. But it's not going away. It's just adding on. It's adding on to the already existing like mythology of the deep underground bases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reptilian wars and the how aliens genetically engineered humans. So, I mean, okay, I'm going to take a crack at it. I think what we're seeing here is a, is a more 21st, like, you know, this century's or this decade's, like, flavor of this stuff as opposed to, like, the 90s. Yeah. Right? Like, 90s is full, you know, that fucking X-Files sci-fi. That's, like, men in black shit. No men in black in here. That's true. Men in black are a little passe. The black suit's sort of out of style. Right. It's uh, it's just this not. This is more like we're walking amongst you and you can't tell. Yeah. Well, it has the, it has um, themes of like not knowing what's true. Uh, illusion magic, like fake news. Right. Right. It has. Um, and then you have that like preface from old before the second part where he's like, just so you know, I had to push it off because all this crazy stuff is happening to me. I'm starting to yeah, be yeah. followed. It also has like these like, you know, progressive ideals, but still with like a big old spoonful of the white man's burden. Right. Right. Like, which is, you know, just very of the times for me, I'm thinking, okay, so let's say this is all true. So, so what? Like, I also, yeah, I really don't fucking care if every single word of this is true. It changes my life in zero way. Except now I have some reptiles to laugh at. Right. I know not to stick my foot in a flesh wall if I'm ever caving. I mean, clearly they're just going to mind control you into, you know, either forgetting about them or you're not going to know it's them. So what, like, whatever, who, who cares? I don't know. Mind control us into giving up our fucking real estate though. It's true. I guess like the point that Lacerda says is she's warning us because they're going to do weather manipulation and they're ruining the world and blah, 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 blah. Like we knew (laughs) that. That's us doing that, you piece. We we knew that. Yeah. We did that. 
what? Right. <laughs> then we'll do it to you too. And what's confusing is that she says that, oh yeah, um, our our species is familiar with politicians and world leaders. In fact, some of us are them, and but they're evil. And I'm like, but I thought you said you weren't the evil guys. So she just contradicts herself a whole a whole bunch. Project Bluebeam is better sci-fi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, I think this so. Is, it is fun. It's just... Because Bluebeam has the tractor beam rapture. <laughs> yes. Like, that's... Yeah. You need it. I mean, I think the first reptilian should have summoned the comet. That, like, it should have been the comet. Like, they shouldn't have changed... They shouldn't have removed the comet and, and made a, a fake right. sci-fi bomb. Like, they should have I summoned think, a fucking comet. Yeah, it's a little bit too simple. Like... Go full the, anime. With the it. author of this could have gone like way harder with yeah. it. Like we're talking about quantum foam like entities, and I hate that they're all humanoid too. Like let's get get like a little bit Lovecraftian with it, will you? You know, make it yeah. like incomprehensible beasts from other dimensions that like attack our perception and like break down yeah, reality fundamentally. Like not just a bunch of different humans, right? Like not a fusion bomb. How about like Go matter, matter doesn't even exist like yeah, yeah, yeah. destroy fucking like the fundamental atoms that comprise i don't know if you already no, you already have the quantum foam it's a quantum bomb and i mean this is like i'm stealing this from fucking uh robert jordan's the wheel of time but like at least that's more creative than fucking stealing from other sci-fi or they steal from some fantasy shit it's a it's a bomb that fucking is it explodes in the quantum foam and it doesn't just kill it deletes from reality from like what we would call the akashic records right yeah it just fucking snips that bit out of the quantum foam and just makes it not exist anymore which is a fate far worse than death uh-huh right that's a fate of unimaginable harm that's, that's where how, i would have gone with it that's how the end of the movie uh there's a movie based on the mandela effect where there's a guy that's like oh my god curious george he You're doesn't have me. a tail but it ends like that where like reality like falls apart because he's realized that like oh shit like my mind's just creating reality and i'm like okay that's fun though yeah that's kind of cool but that is like a freaky fucking concept that's way cooler than oh it just got nuked yeah like you already brought in the quantum foam right like you had the means to do it man yeah and just like focuses on like the dumb stuff like i don't care what what color hair you have or like how your lips are shaped or like your boobs like I'm just going to put this you're out there. You're an alien. I'm available for hire as a consultant if you're trying to, like, fake your own alien story. Like, run some ideas by me. Like, I mean, you know, I'm not super at 120 an hour or so, but, like, you know, that's reasonable because you yeah, want to help with this. Have Come someone on. check yeah. it first. Have someone proofread it first. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some ideas, you know. I mean, like, five. You're going to have to, like, it's pay a la carte after that, but... Um, yeah, let's chat. It is fun though. I like this. I'm, it's I'm, very fun. I like hearing about it's this story. Like, it's like it's a good solid reptilian alien story yeah. to add to the mythos, to add to like you know our pantheon of alien species that we hold within our heads. And I do love the um, I love the idea of ultra terrestrials. Yeah, I, you know, these I are like, a little simple. That's a like, fun part of it yeah. is that it works in like yeah there are ultra terrestrials but there is also like quantum beings that yeah, and like yeah, interdimensional yeah. things yeah. as well so I'd put like I mean it's so bad that the Elohim were like humanoids again if they were like ser- seraphim looking motherfuckers you could be like oh these or things maybe like- the, the Elohim are you know maybe that's not how they actually look I don't know yeah, that's true though if they were. Using illusion magic too. Why does nobody actually look like Bugs Bunny? 
Yeah. Fucking Bugs Bunny, man. He's just pulling the strings. Yes. <laughs> if, like, if anyone is God, it's Bugs Bunny. Yeah. I like how neither Bugs Bunny nor Dr. Nick Riviera are featured in this episode at all. <laughs> but you're still going to think of both of them after this is done. <laughs> I know exactly how I'm going to say goodbye to everybody. I think you might know, too. Yeah, so, like... Do you have any any more that you want to add on? Don't put this evil on me. Okay. <laughs> I mean, did T-Rexes have arms? Tiny ones. Is that real? Uh, well, or is that a fuck up? That's a, we, we don't know. Apparently they got it all wrong. Right. Except I was just reading about sloths. Right? Right. We know there's As different, one does. Different types of sloths. There's like three-toed sloths, two-toed sloths. Mm-hmm. They're not that closely related. They do the exact same thing. They look pretty fucking close to exactly the same. But they're like, you'd think that they'd be like, you know, wolf and dog, right? Right, but they're not. Fuck no. There's like, they're like two branches up removed. It was a, it's a case of coevolution. Like they had the same, like, I'm not going to say root race, but you know. yeah. <laughs> that's how I did term that means. I don't know if it's like a family or genus, but it's like a couple of steps up on the, on the tree. Right. Yeah. And you know, they just, they both co-evolved into like the same fucking looking toes, the same slow moving, you know, metabolism and, and diet and hanging upside down. And like, yeah, they just co like, yeah, co-evolved or concurrent evolution, whatever the fuck that term is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty fucking wild. Like, I don't know how much I believe it. Cause they do look, I mean, it could be brothers. Yeah. You know? But I mean, like maybe there were like maybe the humanoid thing isn't that stupid. Isn't that far fetched? Right. I, if T Rex is at arms, it fucking might not be. I mean, shit, we don't know. Like we evolved from monkeys. What if there's humanoid creatures that evolve from other animals yeah. someday? Like it's completely possible. I think bears. Yeah. Bears could do it. I don't know. Raccoons could do it. Cats, dogs. Cats could fucking do it. Yeah, I think cats will do it. I think cat people <laughs> are coming. Oh, we'll talk about Cappy one day. I'm not too far in the future, actually. I also, I wonder if, like, the idea of these uh, seven civilizations that came before us, if there was any inspiration from, you brought it up, the root races. Yeah, that's got to be yeah. just a, a thing that's in like the Like I said, seven is a very human number. It is. There we go. It fucking is. Yeah. Because in both cases, we have um, these oh. seven iterations of man seventh sphere on the kabbalistic tree of life is netzach you uh netzach is the sphere of, it means v- victory it represents like beauty and love and art and shit it's also a very uncomfortable sphere the planetary association is venus you know what the other name for venus is uh, the morning star oh okay like lucifer, lucifer. Dun, dun, dun. yeah okay well shit yeah why didn't lacerda mention that lacerda didn't know that <laughs> She hasn't studied humans well enough yet. That's why I get the sun and she doesn't. I know. Lacerda just needs to watch like The Simpsons. Then she'll know all she needs to know. Legitimately, yeah. You just, aliens show up like that's what you that's what you show them. Right? Yeah, definitely. Ah. Nice. All right. What is, uh, does that do it? Uh, I think that about does it. Does it? <laughs> do you have more? I'm sure as soon as we stop recording, we're going to have like a colorful discussion about tons of stuff that we're going to wish that we were recording for. But that's just like, that's the the laws of quantum podcasting that we won't think of those thoughts until we 
press stop. So I suppose uh, that's where we'll we'll end it. Hell yeah. Take care. Peace. Peace do all the nice things like uh, subscribe to our podcast. Do all the nice things. Treat yourself by uh, subscribing to our podcast. Yes, indeed. (laughs) And if you see any aliens, be sure to tell us. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bugs Bunny. (laughs) Stupid. Yeah, that's very dumb. Okay. Okay.